0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren.
1: And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation.
0: Let's go. What's up, guys? This week's episode is all about making friends as adults. We figured it was a great topic just because we just got done having a birthday party at our house for one of our very best friends. And so we were kind of like, you know what? It's taken us a long time to get to where we're at with our friendships in our lives. And so why not talk about it? Kind of, you know, like how we got to this spot, how we feel like we have friendships now in our lives that are actually meaningful and are like, I don't know, do something for our lives rather than bring us down um kind of the struggles we have with some of the friendships that we've had in the past and just like I don't know. It's not gonna be an episode where we're gonna be like, This is where you should go to make friends because
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. This is an idea. Like, meet up at the skate ring. Yeah, I don't
0: really know, but I don't know. We just thought it'd be fun. We've had a lot of people ask us.
1: I think more than I think more than just making friends, it's like being I don't think cautious is the right word, but um, Uh, Like kind of whoever you allow into your life being very aware of who they are and what they do for you.
0: No, I love that because I think a lot of times we don't like we don't pay attention to that. mm -hmm. Like we kind of just let people into our lives like out of the goodness of our own hearts. And I'm not saying to be like stone cold and like shut off. But I feel like most of us have a pretty good radar when you meet somebody at first if you know whether or not you're going to like them. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's just me. I feel like I know pretty quickly if I'm going to get along with someone or not.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know if you do. Well, at least for me on my end, I don't Why? know. I don't, I Wait, don't know if me. I do if I Sorry, can get I'm along with somebody. Up,
0: I'm looking up a quote really quick.
1: So my biggest thing is I give everybody a chance. And I think that that's like something that I've tried to do. I, I grew up um, where I was like a bully in school. Oh, and yeah. then I like some crappy stuff happened. And then I totally switched roles and I was like the advocate for anybody that was being bullied. And I like stood up for people and things like that. And so uh, my, my biggest thing right now is like give everybody a chance. Right. But the, the thing about making friends or, or um, yeah, being cautious about who you allow into your life is you'll know right away and you'll click with that person and more often than not for me. What's happened is that obviously similar interests is a big thing. But um, if I can get along with them and carry conversation with them, then there's grounds for a good relationship. Yeah. If I can't carry a conversation with somebody, then I don't know that I can be friends with that person.
0: <laughs> I don't feel like you, though, like struggle with that very often.
1: Well, there's forced conversation, but then there's actually like like fun. You know what I mean? Where it's just easy. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think the biggest thing for the friends that we've made is, it, It's just easy. It is. And yeah. I, when growing up, I was always the kid that like, like, hey, you come over. My door's always open. Walk in. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've continued that through, like, adulthood. Like, even with us, like, I'll walk into my friend's house and...
0: You do. Everyone knows. Matt (laughs) doesn't knock. He just walks right
1: (laughs) in. Well, that's the thing. And and I don't know. Because I... I, And all of our friends are super comfortable with just walking into our house.
0: Yeah. Which I would want it to be that way. Like, I don't... I don't want to have friends that don't feel comfortable around me or can't be their true selves or who can't like,
1: right. When it's like pins and needles, like sitting on like, like you don't feel comfortable at their house or anything. like that. I don't want that. Like
0: we shouldn't be friends if that's how it feels. We were like, I genuinely mean that. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's nothing against you. It's like, we just need to have like a, maybe like a distant relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be my like BFF. We don't even need to be like friends. You don't need to come over. It doesn't need to be forced. I think sometimes that, People, like, get desperate, especially as adults. I feel like we went through that time period where we were like, are we ever going to have married friends? Like, we might actually not ever have. I mean, like, couple friends, I should say. Like, you kind of had friends. I have actually really never had, like, friend friends. Like, I've had a few BFFs here and there.
1: Well, me too. We're the, we're in the same boat that, that way.
0: I, but I kind of feel like you've had, like, a good set of guy friends, like, since we've gotten married.
1: Since we've gotten, I've had, like, Sure. Yeah. But growing up, I had like had like one really good friend. Mm-hmm. And then but I had like a con- group that that we hung out, but like they weren't like we weren't super duper close.
0: Yeah, but you stayed consistent in that friendship. Like he, I don't know who you're talking. I think I don't know who you're talking about. He was your friend for like. Yeah,
1: he's like one of those buddies that I could text at any given moment. And I know that he'd be here in two seconds. Yeah. Or if I needed help, like he would definitely help. So I've had that friend, um, but yeah, I never, I'm kind of like you. I never really grew up with like a friend group that I've relied on. And I've always looked at like other dudes and they've got like these like groups that they go on trips with or like golfing buddies and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I kind of wish I had that. But at the same time, like, w- and like in high school, like I, I always had girlfriends and you and I started dating when we were 17. Yeah. Yeah. And so all throughout our senior year, like it was just pretty much you and me, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: no, that's true. And like, I was very similar in that where like I can tell you who my friend, like I would say I never had like a big group of girlfriends, maybe like sixth, fifth and sixth grade. I kind of fell into that. Yeah. And then I didn't love necessarily, not necessarily the cattiness of it, but I just wasn't in for like the drama. Also, like, I think it's funny. I think people, I I would love to go back and look at myself younger because I feel like when I talk to people now yeah. they're like oh my gosh you were so popular and And I'm like I was like kind of a loser like I think it's funny that that perception was out there
1: you didn't feel that way I did not feel
0: that way at all I didn't have a lot of friends yeah um people were freaking mean as hell to me <laughs> um I'm the oldest of six kids and so I kind of found friendships in my siblings and in my family and in my parents like I'm very close to my parents and I think that that has a lot to do with it. I spent a lot of times, like I can't tell you how many times my friends would or my what who I thought were friends, right? Would like bail and I'd end up like going on a date with my mom and dad, which now I was like, Oh, I was the ultimate cock block. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like I appreciate the fact that they lent that hand out yeah. to me. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's why I have the relationship that I do with them. Um But yeah, I don't I like I would love to go back and look at that and try to figure out why, why those friendships that I had with those individual girls didn't last.
1: Well, I think it's the same reason why people our age, like we are 30, 31 and there's groups like we moved into our neighborhood and there was this mom group.
0: Oh my hell. The mom group. Okay. We're going to tell this story on this podcast. No,
1: but let me, let me connect the dots really quick. But I think it's just exactly like junior high and high school.
0: Oh my, it's so where, stupid.
1: Where in junior high and high school, you try and gravitate to the cool group and you try and be like somebody else and you try and impress other people. And what does that do for your own self-esteem? It just
0: tears you down.
1: It tears it down and it lowers it and you start to feel like crap, but you're making somebody else happen. You're part of the group, right? And it's crazy how that translates literally into adulthood. And especially with married couples, because we try and fit into these groups sometimes where you're letting people into your space and they're just bringing you down.
0: Yeah. I'm telling the mom group story because I think it's like it, very interesting. Cool. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, I mean, Matt, Seven knows the story because he went through it with me. But so like Matt mentioned, we, when we moved into our neighborhoods, we lived where we live for like five-ish years, I think, right? Yeah. Four or five years. And when we moved into our neighborhood – Um, we were really good friends with our next door neighbors um, who have since moved and we loved them. Like they were super cool, really down to earth. Um, I wouldn't say we were like best friends with them, but like they were easy to get along with. We would like do dinners every now and then. Our kids were the similar ages. So it was just, it was just easy conversation. Again, like Matt said, our friendships tend to be easy. And so fast forward to when we met kind of our best friends now, um, we actually kind of met them through work that we had known each other for quite a while. Um, they asked us to do some stuff for work and we kind of just like randomly, like it, all the pieces kind of fell into place. And so we became super good friends with our like our very, very, very best friends now. Um, but like when I met her, it was like, okay, we're part of, like there's like this weird mom group going around in our neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like
0: all moms the same ages. We all have kids the same ages. And like, it really was like these elaborate, like parties and get togethers and they did something every night. And like, at the time I was like, I have little kids, I'm working full time, but I really want to be a part of this group and I'm getting invited. So like, if I'm getting invited, I've got to go. go. Mm -hmm. And so Kelsey and I would go, like, we would be like, we are part of the mom group. And like, Brenna was like a part of it too. And we were like, we're going to go. And like, we're going to be part of this mom group. And we would go and we were like, so exhausted. And the conversation was hard. Mm -hmm. And... I was just kind of like and like they would do some things here and there where we were like invited and then we like weren't invited. And I think I was just used to it because of high school. But like it really hurt Kelsey's feelings because they were so like you don't do that. You don't just not invite somebody to something. So I remember having a conversation with her and she was so upset about everything that was going on. And and I had been upset about it, but I, I don't know why it didn't affect me as much. But watching somebody hurt somebody that I loved so much, I was so frustrated. And I remember telling her like, Kels, you don't want to be friends with somebody that doesn't see your value and that doesn't see like who you are and the amazing person that you are. Like, why do you want to be friends with somebody like that? So, yeah, I think when it comes to friendships, it really is. I mean, I think for so long I thought like I needed to be the friend that I wanted to be, like I wanted to have. And I still think that that's very true. But at the same time, I think you have to go into friendships not expecting anything. And like you have been very good at helping me realize that, is that the times that I get most frustrated in our friendships is when I'm like expecting something from one of our friends or I'm wanting something to happen with one of our friends and I'm maybe I'm communicating it. But I like look back at the friendships that I've lost in the past and I think that maybe that was my problem. Like I definitely was the problem in that. And I think that's maybe why I'm not friends with them anymore. anymore. Mm-hmm. Or I chose to completely get rid of 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 that friendship altogether. Do you know what I mean? So
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons why you would stop hanging out with somebody or stop being friends with somebody. But I think um I think what we're kind of I mean, what you said is awesome is in any relationship, when you're expecting somebody to perform at a level that you perform at, especially in a friendship, like that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and especially like even in like a marriage too, if you're expecting your spouse to be somebody that they're not and you're trying to change them 24 seven, like that's not going to work. Totally. Um, the, my best friends, um, I'm trying to point out the qualities of like, what makes a a friend for me right oh i love that um like my best friends make me so happy
0: what do you mean by that
1: like there's nothing that they could do that would drag me down okay and i think it's because um we had an episode one time where we talked about like treating your spouse just like your best friend yeah and really it's just that because i treat my best friends like, how I would want to be treated. Like, I don't judge them for anything that they do. Um, I'm bluntly honest with them. Yeah. Because they don't judge me for anything else either, right? We can share anything. We can talk however we want to talk. Like, it's just an open relationship where, like, anything goes. And how fun is that?
0: Those are the best kind of friendships to have, especially without the judgment
1: part. And that's the thing. And so, and I love that, that we talked about that before, like in relationships, like in a marriage, um, I think that they work hand in hand.
0: Totally. Well, it's just one of those things where like you said, I mean, it like gets so funny and it's, I think it's, I feel bad being like, you need to find friendships that are easy, but it's true. And like, I think we have this definition of friendships, kind of like relationships. I mean, friendships are relationships, but kind of like yeah. romantic relationships where, there's like this precedence that society has put on it. of like, you need to be texting every day and like, you can only have one best friend and like, this is what it looks like. And like all those things. And I think that when you kind of take that and throw it out the window, it's a little bit like, Oh, I can have multiple best friends or I can have friend. I can have different friend groups and that's okay. And like, I can have friends that maybe my spouse, like that. I don't like that. We're not like couple friends. You know what I mean? Like I can have like work friends or whatever that is. Um, But I think, like, for me, like, the biggest thing for me when it comes to friendship is, like, really, like you just said, it's kind of that non-judgment. And also just really, I don't know, I want a friend that's going to help me um, see, like, the good qualities of myself. I know that that sounds really selfish, but, like, I think back to my birthday party. Well, it wasn't like a birthday party, but we got together with a bunch of friends for one of my birthdays. I can't remember. I think I was like 28, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, We rented a van and we went up to Park City and did some stuff all together. And then we went out to dinner after. And one of our really good friends was like, hey, at dinner, he was like, hey, we're all going to go around the table and say what we love most about Lauren. And I was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Like, this is so weird. We're not doing that. And I was like left completely speechless and in tears because I had never had anybody like, I want to say, like, kind of see me. And I had I'd never seen like how my friends saw me, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't realize how much they appreciated me or I didn't realize the things that they admired about me. And those qualities, I was like, wait. I actually love that about myself. And I didn't realize that I love that about myself until you said that. And so I love that he like had everybody do that because it was so fun. And like, we've kind of tried to continue that in our own family or like we've tried to do it at a few like birthday dinners here and there because it's so nice sometimes to hear those qualities. And I, like I even said to you, I was like, I surrounded myself with people that are kind of similar to myself, but then also very similar to you. Um, and I love that. Like, I love that, like, there's such a big dynamic in that friendship, but that each one of those people brings out so many amazing things or qualities that I wish that I had. Like, I can say things about each one of my friends that I wish, I wish I was more like that or not, not in an envious way in like a, I admire that about them and they make me want to be a better person or like, I love cheering them on in that sense. I don't know if that makes any sense, but.
1: No, it yeah. does. It'd be funny if like every person that you met, you're like, okay, great. Can you go take the personality test for me and see if we're compatible? For
0: real though. Like I love, (laughs) I love those personality tests because it's so interesting. Like, I mean, if you do the color test, like I'm totally a yellow and like I have, I have a few friends that are yellows. Do you know what I mean? But I'm drawn most to like like, the whites and the blues. Like like,
1: here's a link. Can you take the love language test? Yes. (laughs) Like love
0: languages. That's a big one too. And like, um, like Enneagrams. I know that there's a lot of people that are into Enneagrams and like human design all that kind of stuff is so interesting to me even like astro oh i'm gonna say that wrong astro- uh, oh shit i can't talk to astronomy yeah well you no know, astro what is the freaking like like leo and and aries and pisces and shit like that <laughs> astronomic <laughs> <laughs> <are you> no <laughs> like about?
1: the
0: like the signs like the astral astrology signs oh okay. thank you wow i'll
1: just say your sign yeah. it's
0: fine I was trying to be smart and I couldn't say it. I'm like astronomical. Like what? But like even those kind of things are so interesting to me. But like ultimately when I look at the friendships that I have in each of like my very, very best friends, like even like even the ones at times that I look at and I'm like, oof, that friendship almost went away. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I got in the way of it. I'm really glad I didn't let that happen and I was able to kind of pull my head out of my own butt and be like, okay, cool, like what do I see in this person that I wish I had or that I wish I could be more like or what can they teach me? It's kind of like you treat it yeah. like with your kids. Like what can they teach me about myself?
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that that's such a cool spot to be in.
1: Absolutely. Um, and that's that's a good point because, and I'm going to share a story too. So I saw or heard somewhere that the easiest way to find out your why like the reason why you're here, the reason why you do anything um, or like like deep down to your core who you really are is to ask your friends why they're friends with you.
0: Oh, yeah. I love this story.
1: Um, and so I tried it and it was the coolest thing ever. So I was sitting, uh, my buddy took me out to dinner. Uh, it was like a guy's night and we got done something and then we ended up at dinner So I was like, I'm going to try this. And this is like the one dude that I was going to ask this to. And I was like, hey, man, I need to know, like, why you are my friend. Yeah. Like, why are you friends with me? And a lot of people will brush it off and they'll say, like, they'll give like the mundane answers. Like, man, you're like cool to hang out with or like, like, we just clicked or whatever like that. And you can brush those answers off and ask again. Say like, Mm -hmm. no, like, go deeper. Like, why are you really friends with me? Um, Then they'll say different things like, oh, like, like it's fun hanging out with you and they'll stay surface level for a really long time. So you might have to ask a couple times. That's my point. Um, so we finally got down to it and he really was honest with me and he told me, he's like, you're, there's just you're and it was a big compliment to me. Um, he's like, you're just the most real person that I know. And you, you'll always tell me honestly what you think. And I know that I can always come to you for advice. Um, if I've ever struggled with anything or if I ever need like to know anything and just those simple words that he said, like, really solidified, A, a relationship, but B, really, like, it told me, it, like, it's it's almost like a little, like, like, glimpse into, into inside of really, like, who I am. Yeah. Um, and I know that's a pretty basic answer, but it really helped, like, those things help, like, that conversation helped me so much to even be more confident in my personal life. More confident in my friendships, more confident in my relationship with you, um, and it's it's so cool. And I, I need to do it with more friends, but I think that that would be um, something that I would advise: is sit down with like your best friends and ask them really why they're friends with you. Yeah, because that will get down to like the root core of who you are and your why and the reason why you're here. Um, I always say that your mess is your message. Yeah. And I think it's so true that as we are able to like open up with other people, um, the real people that should be in your life gravitate towards you a lot quicker. And that's what we've seen with the group of friends that we have right now. And it's not that we like found them on a whim. Like obviously we live close to them. Um, but it's not like we went out of our way to find these people either.
0: Yeah, like I wouldn't and say I they that, were forced, really. Like, yeah, no, I, I think, think that that's where forced, a lot of people
1: get caught up in it. They're like, "Oh, we need to like set up a double date, or we need to like be go to all of our kids' soccer games and talk to everybody awkwardly." I don't think I don't think that that's how that works. I think it's as you're naturally yourself, whether it's on social media or whatever. Like these people will gravitate towards you.
0: Yeah, and like, don't be afraid of having, of like, what am I trying to say? Don't be afraid of. Trying to like open up to other friendships Mm -hmm. and having them not work out. Like, that's okay if they don't work out. Like, you're not meant to be friends with everybody, and that's okay.
1: How do you know if it's gonna work out? Like, let's say the very first time you hang out with somebody, how do you know if it's gonna work out or not? Give me like a, yeah, I know.
0: I'm gonna say it's just (laughs) easy, but I don't know. I don't know what I mean by that. It's like the conversation is easy. Like, there's no one upping, it's very like, like the conversation is very both ways like you're asking them questions about themselves and they're asking you questions about like about you and your family and and your life and like I don't think your hobbies need to match like I don't think that that's important I think it's really just that you feel comfortable around them and you feel kind of like what you just said like you feel like you're not judged do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I would say that there are certain like friends in our lives that like we maybe are a hundred percent like we're not like 100 percent around them and i don't mm-hmm. know if they're really like friends, but more relationships yeah and then we have like our truth like our or like our like ride or die people right that mm-hmm. just they know everything and like i could go up to them and say just about anything and chances are the response is going to be like good for you and then we move on like it's not even like a I thought, and I, I don't know if that's why, I don't know if that's so important to me because I lived so much of my life with friendships that were trying to change me mm-hmm. or trying to make me into somebody that I wasn't or that were like shaming me into thinking that who I was wasn't good enough or I needed to be somebody different. Um, But like, I think of one friendship in particular that I don't have in my life anymore. And that friendship really was just like, every time I left, I left feeling like shitty about myself.
1: Oh, okay. I want, yeah, let's talk about that. There, there are relationships and friendships that we feel like we should stay in because it's advantageous. Like, let's say like monetarily or something like that. Or you just think that you're going to be cool because you're hanging out with that person. Or
0: because like mine was like, I've been friends with this person for so long. How could I,
1: how could I not, how be, friends could I them?
0: not be friends with him anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, how could they not be a part of my life? Like I've known them for the last 18 years of my life.
1: But if you leave whatever event that you're at with them feeling drowned or less of yourself or beaten down, then that is not a friend. No. And you should stop pursuing that relationship immediately. Yeah. And you'll know right off the bat the second you leave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've see, I've seen that so many times in my life. And it's been so funny as an adult to be able to be like, yeah, like I'm not going back to that dude's house. Like I did not. I don't feel good around you. You don't make me feel good. Like I like I, I I don't even I don't care.
0: Yeah. Right. We've had a few. We've had a lot of that actually happen. I'm like thinking back, and I'm like, I
1: know it's cool. It's to actually funny. Realize
0: well, and I I'm I mean like I'll say this. I mean I'll say this. I'm proud of ourselves for like not caring a little bit, like not that I'm saying like pat on the back to us, but like at the end of the day, I would rather protect my like mental state mm-hmm. than have a bajillion friends or have people in my life that suck and drain the life and energy out of me and that make me feel like actual shit. Yeah. Like I don't care to be part of the mom group. I don't care to be part of like the work group that gets together and only talks about how many deals they closed and what are your numbers, man? And like, I don't I don't care about that. Like I don't want, to, I don't want to talk about that. If you want to be my friend, let's have some conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me why you're upset. Tell me how your kids are doing. Tell me the struggles that you're having on a day to day basis. Yeah. Like, let's get into like the actual conversations that really matter. Tell me about the relationship you have with your mom. Like, those are the kind of rela- conversations I want to have. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have these like bullshit, surface level conversations. I can have those with anybody. I can talk to the freaking barista. At starbucks about that i don't need to talk to you do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i want i want friendships that enhance and bring value to my life and i can only do that if i'm also providing that outward to the people that i choose to be around but when i say like when you're in that situation and you have like you're at dinner and you're constantly asking a thousand questions to this person and then they like never reciprocate it back and you're like
1: this Not, isn't working out. Well, you're like, I mean, that makes <laughs> me sound so rude, but it's
0: like the conversation should be both ways, right? Yeah. And so if it's all about one person, like, cool, maybe give them another shot if you like really had a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. I think this applies for dating, too. Like, definitely. if you're going to have a conversation, have a freaking conversation. Don't just talk about yourself for the entire time. And there are friendships like that. I used to suck at that. So I feel like I can say that.
1: No, that's good.
0: Why are you laughing?
1: <laughs> I just love that you're realizing. Still no, I, from that. No, I
0: did. I used to suck at it. Like you and and I would always say to you, I do it because I'm trying to relate. Like I'm trying to be relatable and I'm trying to do this. And what did I say back to you? I don't remember, but I just remember that whatever it was, I was like, shit, I should probably really work on well, that. It
1: just makes you sound more selfish rather than relatable. True. Yeah. Kind but being of selfish self, is okay sometimes. But
0: self-centered, very like, yeah, it's all about me all the time, and I'm more important than you. And mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone wants to feel like that in a friendship. And so I think when you're looking for those friendships, it's really like, who is bringing value to my life in a way that I want it? That I will, that I want that value. Like, like who is that? What are they providing? Yeah. What are they teaching me? Not necessarily. What are they doing for you?
1: So you said. You said that you like people that have like open conversation with you. Um, I think, so to add to that a little bit, I do think that your friends can also benefit you. What do you mean by that? Um, Because everybody has different talents and everybody has different skill sets and everybody has different ways that they can benefit like the lives of the people in their circle. Yeah. And I think that we should always be um, like constantly looking for other people to help up- uplift us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that you should just have friends or friend groups just to kind of escape from reality and escape from life and escape from work. I like that. I think that your friend group um, should definitely push you to be something better than you are or to go in a different direction than than you're going if you need to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And then also take you to that next level of life of of money of whatever it is. Yeah. Because if you do have just that friends like and that's one reason that I don't really envy the guys like cuz I do but I don't. The the ones that just have like guy groups, yeah. that just go out and like they'll golf, they'll talk about the game, they'll like it's just nothing. And you do the exact same thing like the bowling groups, right?
0: I'm like, that actually sounds like a lot of
1: fun. So I used to play slow pitch softball. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I used to play slow pitch softball. I love the group that I play slow pitch softball with, but I really did realize that it was, they were just there to play slow pitch softball and that was it. Yeah. And like, once I finally realized that, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, this isn't helping me at all. And that's when I like tried to find new friends um, and kind of got out of that scene a little bit. Um, My point is, is that I think that you should be doing deals with your friends I think that they should be helping you make more money, be a better person, um, teaching you new lessons. Like my best friends do all of those things.
0: Well, yeah. And I love that you pointed that out because I think for me too, a huge thing that like I find that I do for my friends that also like the closest people to me do is they support me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying like they got to use me to like buy or sell a house or whatever. Or if you're talking job wise, but they are inspiring me to be more than I currently am. So they're giving me opportunities to say like, even in motherhood of like, hey, you know, like, have you tried this? Or like, hey, we're going to go, you know, like, hey, I found this new program or I found this new like thing and I feel like your kids would love it or like, hey, let's go do this together with our kids or like in work or in my personal life of like, I laugh because I mean like we had, we had this inkling to start this podcast, right? And it was kind of like a little seed that was planted between the two of us. And I remember when we the first people that we told were our very best friends and they were like, "You guys have to do this." Like yeah. and I mean like I really think the only reason this even really happened is because we had people pushing us behind the scenes to be like, "Guys, you've got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it." Like we believe in you kind of a thing. And like I see that all all around. And so I think a lot of times we think like support your friends like monetary wise. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's it. It's, all, it's it's other things as well. It's like
1: seeing their potential. It's
0: seeing their potential. It's pointing that potential out to them and saying like, hey, you are made for way more than what you're currently doing. Like, can I help you figure out a way to like reach that potential that you have? Or like, hey, I see your talents in this. Like, have you ever thought about doing something in this category or whatever. Um, I think the other thing is like word of mouth. Like if your friend does something, freaking shout their name to the rooftops. Yeah. And you believe in them. Maybe if you don't believe in them, don't do it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe you shouldn't be friends if you don't. But like if you believe in somebody and they're your friend, like shout their name in every single room that you find opportunity to like shout their name in. Yeah. Because, like, what kind of friend are you if not? And I would hope my friends do the exact same thing. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's always going to happen, but it's just being that person that 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 is cheering somebody else on and that sees your potential and isn't jealous of it.
1: And to be able to get those people in your life, you have to also be that person for others. Yeah. And if we're talking about making friends, that's how you make friends, is that you find people that you click with and you uplift them and you help them. And in return, they do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because uh, like the the quote that's out there and it says that you are the average of the the of the five people that you spend the time with, right? Yeah. So there's two people that are probably better than you. There's probably two people that are worse than you. Um, and I think that's very true. And I think that your circle could be constantly changing if you're trying to do that. But, um, like if you want to level up, then you'll probably have to find people that are leveling up at the same time. If you're okay with where you're at, that's great. Um, but I think that you've got to find people. And I think that we finally have in our lives where it's like, Hey, we can all help each other. And I think that that's super cool place to be. There's a, there's a quote that I found and it says, keep people in your life who truly love you, motivate you and make you happy. I love that. And so those three things, love, motivation, and happiness.
0: I think another thing too, sorry, I just thought of this. Is Good like going. I had that opportunity to speak at that International Women's Day this last week, mm-hmm. um, and, <laughs> and I posted on in our Instagram story how nervous I was about it, Um, and I wasn't necessarily nervous to speak. Like, I enjoy doing that. It's super fun. Um, There was like a little bit of jitters there. What I was nervous about is that I was in a room full of middle-aged women who I didn't know and 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 that was scary to me. To be like like women aren't are, are scary. Men are also scary, but like middle-aged women are terrifying. <laughs> and especially in the industry that I work in, very successful yeah. like just badass women who I'm like, "Why am I being asked to speak to you guys? You guys are like the best of the best. Like I feel so honored, but like I was a little bit like nervous, right? And I told you after I was like.
1: Oh, like after you shared your story. After I shared
0: my story, yeah. So I had yeah. to, so I So I spoke um, about like owning and enhancing your individual power, which was super cool and, it, and, and I felt like I did great and like it was a really cool opportunity. I'm so, so, so glad I got to do it. But I was so nervous because I didn't, I didn't know anybody there. And right. like thankfully my mom and some ladies that I work with and one of my good friends showed up um, to support and you were there, which was super nice, um, but they didn't come until a little bit later. So I was there for probably 30, 45 minutes by myself, not literally not knowing one, like a single soul there. Mm -hmm. And there was like a half, I'm sharing this mainly because I want people to, I wish I would have done what I thought I should do. There was a half second where I was standing, I went to the bathroom because I was nervous. So I went to the bathroom, came out of the bathroom and people had started eating. And I was like, I should just go up and talk to somebody randomly. Like I should just go up to a table and introduce myself kind of like I do in my yoga classes. Like that was something that was taught to me and I'm like, it's the scariest thing ever to walk up to somebody and say like, hi, I'm Lauren. Like, what's your name? And like, oh, is this your first time coming? Oh my gosh, it's so great to meet you. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, You know, like if you have any questions, let me know. I don't know what it is. That is so hard to do, mm-hmm. but I have made more friends doing that, like teaching yoga. Cause I do it when I, when I teach my yoga classes, but I wish I would have done it in that situation when I was so intimidated because I have no idea. Like I was amazed at the amount of women that came up to me after I shared my story and I got to know them better. And I made a few friends and I have new Instagram friends and like we talk and we have so many things in common that I never would have been, I would never would have met those women had I not been willing to share my story and have I wouldn't have been speaking. I wouldn't have never met them at all because I was too scared to get out of my comfort zone and just be like, Hey, I'm Lauren. Like, what's your name? Oh, okay, cool. Like, well, you know, so what brought you here today? That kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So I think sometimes stepping out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. and just making the initial contact and just trying. Yeah. Like you never know where that's going to go.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. And I think that that experience, there was two lessons in there. It's it's off getting out of your comfort zone, but it's also sharing your story. And because like I said, people will gravitate towards your story. Because whatever story you have out there that anybody has out there, you are so much more relatable when you're able to share it. And no one is alone in any circumstance. I guarantee anything that you've ever been through, someone else has also been through. And if you're willing to share about it, talk about it, um, explain how you got over it, overcame it, then a some that's going to help somebody else and b it's going to help yourself and then the last is that those t- you and that other person are going to come in are like you will be friends um and if you don't end up being friends then you know that you help that person's life uh that's the coolest part about sharing your story and i think making your friends and communicating and um helping each other in this life is they all coincide Um, I think we have a really, really big opportunity just as human beings to help the next person, the person that's sitting next to us. And I think a lot of the times we don't take advantage of that because we're too busy looking at ourselves. Um, but if we can just sit like in the uncomfortable zones of our own subconscious, then we can help other people too. Um, Making friends is not easy. It's not. <laughs> and, but it's so much fun when you find the people that you should be with. Um, And the cool part about it is, like, friends fight, right? Mm-hmm. And they, there's
0: uncomfortable situations that happen things. sometimes.
1: But my point is, is that, like, like, I married my best friend, and we go through ups and downs just like my buddies and it's super cool how both of those relationships for me are very similar and i wouldn't want any other way um but yeah this has been a fun little episode it has been heck yeah okay we uh we love you guys and if you if you see the video or hear the breathing we've got our little (laughs) kid with us because he woke up while we were recording (laughs) And
0: we needed to record. So he's here, Cal's with yeah. us. So sorry if you can hear baby breathing. I try to keep <laughs> it quiet. but And if you see our video, hes I think you might be able to see his little head sticking out of my fuzzy blanket. But,
1: but that's just thats, just that's a, the fun part. That's
0: just what this podcast is. is we're keeping it real. We're parents. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't get to record until we're supposed to record. And it's due like two days before we're the supposed last to thing, launch it. <laughs> the last
1: thing that I'll say, though, is that we would love to be friends with anybody that listens. Yep. And so if you have any questions or you have um things that you think that we could possibly help with, please reach out to us.
0: Yeah. And like, if you're like, hey, I'd be interested in doing like a meetup or like mm-hmm. a we want, I want to, I'm from Utah and I want to get together or like, maybe there's a bunch of you somewhere else. Don't
1: be afraid. Tell Just us. Just reach what out kind. to us and we'd love to hang out.
0: And we want to go on vacation. So like, let us know. We'll try to figure <laughs> out how to get there. Right. <laughs> for sure our sky miles that'd be
1: awesome (laughs) okay guys thank you so much for listening we will see you next week
0: yep peace out guys